Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Are you really? <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. I'm Joe McGranahan. Say your name. My name, Mayamo S. Jose McGranahan. Oh, wow. <laughs> that goes back to the late 60s. Well, it was a high school Spanish class. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. Okay, I thought you were doing Jose Jimenez. Oh, again. Jose Jimenez. No, but actually, we did. Uh, we studied what were called the Glastonbury materials, and they had fake conversations. Buenos dias, cómo se llama? Me llamo Guillermo Salas. Ah, bueno. <laughs> Guten Tag. Oh, well, and the same to you, pal. <laughs> hey, wow! All right, check it out. We speak it. We can speak. Lynn knows language. how to speak German. Yep, Lynn Holz over on the other side of the glass. Our fabulous producer, she's nodding. She is not going to flip the headphones on and turn the mic on today. Maybe later. But Say something in German for us. She's going to be me. You ever, see the, you ever see the movie, um, oh, A Fish Called Wanda? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the, the female lead in that, Jamie, um, I forget her last name, gets very excited when her, Jamie Curtis? Yes, Jamie Curtis, when her lover speaks Russian or French or a oh, foreign okay. language. <laughs> Funny movie. If you've never seen it, A Fish Called Wand, it's a riot. It's, uh, that's a Monty Python, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Uh, Michael Palin. And uh, my favorite scene is when he's standing in cement and says, It's can He's coming to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> well, the uh, um, Spamalot is up at the Green st- uh, the uh, River, the Green, what is Green Space Theater by the River Stage Group is doing Spamalot ne- oh, this okay. week and next week. Yes. So it should be great performance. Great performance. Steve Stumbrus is in him. Do you may ever meet him? Small no, Business Development that. Center, but super guy. And uh, Joe Graham. And let's see who we met. Josh Wilkerson earlier this week. So that's just some of the cast. But they're huge cast. Big performance. Of course, it's a musical. So orchestra and the whole crew. And a summer volunteer theater program. Okay. Up at Green Space. Yes. Yeah, so that should be great. Should be funny. And well, I recommend a, that. I recommend A Fish Called Wanda. Oh, thank you. And there is an <laughs> afternoon uh, matinee for you. So. Oh, Good because I tend to fall asleep about four. Yeah, you'll in the never afternoon. make a seven thirty start of the performance. Well, it looks like we have a lot of commentary on the on the presidential commission, January sixth commission. Well, welcome on board, everybody. It is on the mark. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. We have open phones today, so we would invite you to contact us. On the mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line now open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at WKOK.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Possible topics in Harrisburg. The Republicans use a procedural mover to 
maneuver to make sure that this uh, democratically sponsored bill that would have imposed uh, new gun laws and red flag laws and school safety, additional school safety measures and would have allowed local municipalities to impose stricter gun laws. Uh, the GOP bottled that up so you don't have to worry about those laws becoming or those bills becoming law in Pennsylvania. So they're uh, relegated to back to the beginning of the committee tedium in Harrisburg. Yeah, so and then, of happened. course, right now, uh, what people seem to be focused on this January 6th commission and the fact that the president, apparently President Trump, raised $250 million to for his legal defense of the supposed corruption defense in the election, the election yeah. and then didn't spend it on that, spent it on other things. They uh, ran this morning, CNN ran a list of different things that he allocated the funding for, none of which had anything to do with the election. Well, some of it went to uh, one of the girlfriends of the Trump family. Oh, I'm so, not familiar with that. Right, I didn't hear yeah, that. She got $60,000 to speak at the rally that was held on January $60,000? So he paid speakers to speak at that rally? Including his fiance. <laughs> Donald Trump's fiance? I uh, know his son's uh, uh, fiance. I forget. I think Don Jr.'s son. Yeah, he's, like he's dating somebody. Guilfoyle was Gilfoyle, her last yes, name. Right. I forget her first name. But, uh, so they paid her to speak at the rally, and of course it was a big, you know, uh, sort of uplifting. And um, hey, for sixty thousand bucks, I could election. be uplifting. I would say <laughs> if you pay me sixty thousand bucks, I'll crack this mic and say I'll the election you, was stolen. I'll give you any kind of a speech you want to hear for sixty thousand bucks. <laughs> All right, but I won't say that. One of our friends, Dennis, says uh, what I watched and saw in the news clips. This hearing is an attempt to gather more steam to hate Trump and his supporters. I did not need Mr. Trump's instigation to know that the election was stolen. At 11 p.m. election night, he was ahead in all the contested states. He had 11 million more votes than in 2016. He already won 19 of the bellwether counties. And in 2016, approximately 124 million votes were cast, a record number. In 2020, 150 million plus votes presented themselves. Videos and photos shown the dumping of ballots by the thousands during the night, all for Biden. Americans in huge numbers are not stupid, and this is why the big lie is the stolen election. It will not go away anytime soon. Logic and reason cannot be diminished by subterfuge. But you know, Dennis, wow. that doesn't appear to be what the, what Trump's own people saw and what they heard. Uh, I think uh, Mr. Barr was rather graphic in his description right, of what these claims Dennis, were. There's our response. <laughs> Go play the tape from Attorney General Bill Barr, my response anyway. Well, you know, it Everybody, apparently his own daughter, other people in the campaign right. were telling him. But that not there, Dennis and not the president. No, that it wasn't borne out. Now, at some point, you know, where where does this logic come in where you can continue to deny that there didn't appear to be a there there? Well, if he raised $250 million and there was fraud, he certainly could have unearthed it for $250 million. Well, we've, we've talked about this in other areas on this show. A lot of people have firmly held myths that they hold on to. You know, that there's no climate change or that the climate's not changing or the planet's not getting warmer or the poles aren't melting or things like this, or that the election was stolen. None of which I believe, by the way. Right. But people, <laughs> but see, people have their right to do that. It, you know, it, it's like religion. You are 100% free to choose the religion of your choice in this country, and you can, or you can have no religion. You can join the growing number of people who count themselves as nuns. And we don't mean religious nuns. <laughs> nuns we mean okay. N-O-N-E-S that don't have 
religion. Well, and likewise, if you wish to believe the election was stolen, that is perfectly okay. There are so many firmly held myths that are being talked about in this country that I, I think it's just a great opportunity. Well, it really shows what a great country we are, that we can thrive and live and enjoy this. Listen, this, given, given the way the freedom. Biden administration is handling this country, I wish to God that Trump could have proven the election was stolen. <laughs> and got back in. And got back in. You know, President Trump was not exactly my candidate for person of the year, and I think he is uh, somewhat delusional about this particular issue, but his policies were good policies for the country. We didn't have ton of inflation. Gas prices were reasonable. Baby formula was on the shelves. You know, people were working and making more money than ever before, and that was across the unemployment among all groups in this country was way down. Well, wage gains are continuing, but that's, uh, I think, a corollary of the job shortage that we have now. And, right, but we're now headed into a depression, as you must realize. A depression? Yes, we're headed there. A depression. A depression. Not a recession. A depression. No, it's brother. beyond a recession. That's when gotcha. people realize they're in a recession and become depressed. Oh, okay. <laughs> but not a, an economic uh, depression, per se. No, recession would be the economic term. I'm saying we're okay. headed for a depression. You're depressed, but not everybody's <laughs> depressed. But you, Well, you're still a glonkzillionaire. It's just that your values... Are, are you down below $2 million in your holdings yet? No, I, I glonked a long time ago. <laughs> okay, so you, you de-glonked a long time ago, so you're down with $2 but, million. But seriously, you know, the country was in better shape, and I'm sorry, it was. The border was closed. There weren't people streaming across the border well, you know, with Joe, tons of drugs. I think you can you can do that, and I hope po- folks speculate, what if President Trump were still in? You know, what if Hillary Clinton had gotten elected back in 2016? Or, you know, what if uh, President Biden hadn't won? Or, you know, what if? But, you know, we have the president we have now. He certainly is good at some things. He's like not what? as good at others. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Never mind. I, I think our international standing is better. We still have a ridiculously low unemployment rate, uh, but we still have, unfortunately, we still have a very low labor participation rate. Now, it did tick up one-tenth of one percent last month, but that's not going to ease the shortage where you go to the counter at local businesses and the owner still has to work the counter because right. he can't find help or she she can't find help. But, you know, so. bottom line to me is that Donald Trump had the right policies, but he's the wrong person. I think he actually became, uh, I hate to say it, but, you know, hear all these people saying, a danger to our democracy. Well, this ain't a democracy. It's a constitutional republic. But I do think that he became delusional about this. I think that if there's something in his makeup, which I believe is narcissistic, that he couldn't accept defeat. If he had just said, I think there may have been some real trouble here in the election, but I accept the will of the American yeah, let's people. Work on that. I'll be back And in I'm going to be back in four years, and I'm going to do everything I can. What he should <laughs> have said. said. Right. And he could have. He could have gone out graciously, you know, as so many other presidents have done when they've lost re-election, or not so many have done that, but there have been losses where people, you know, gracefully left the stage, like Jimmy Carter, for example, and Gerald Ford. I mean, they didn't throw the country into turmoil <laughs> just because they lost the and election. they went to the inauguration of their successor. successor right. right. You know, so, so, I mean, all those things. Yeah. Donald Trump is incapable of being the bigger man. I mean, that's what's so sad about the guy. Well, that's true, and if he had just focused on policy and not all this personality and the lies and things like that, and just the the, the things that would cause me to use the B word to describe him back in the day, I think he would have been fine. But that's, but the, and that's what wrought President Biden. A lot of people, a lot of Democrats said, hey, look, I don't really care who we get in. Any Democrat will work. 
<laughs> well, that's worked out, you know, okay. We certainly could have more president. So President Biden is now the placeholder yeah, but, until we get a real president. But in on paper, Joe Biden looked like the perfect choice to oppose Trump because he is a decent guy. You know, I think his heart's in the right place. I think he's messed up with respect to his priorities time, and his policies. This time, four years ago, he was 100% sharp. He could have easily been a great president. Yeah, right. But Chris is here to tell us that actually we are short-sighted and Joe Biden is doing a fabulous job. Chris, you're on the mark. Uh, right I think ahead. it's totally foolish to say that it'd be, the country would be better off with Trump in there when you see what he's like and what he can do. All right, elaborate. This is your mic. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> well, first of all, I wanted to tell you, I wondered if you noticed what, what uh, Fox did on the first night of the of uh, hearings. We, we People have told us it was on Fox Business and not on the main channel. I didn't check it out. And was... what they did on the main channel was they had a picture of the committee room where you could see what they were doing but not hear it, of course. And they also went without commercials because, you know, if they had a commercial, somebody might t- tune to it. So they sacrificed all their commercials in order to uh, uh, not cover it. <laughs> and then they, uh, when they showed the violence of the attack on the Capitol, they took a wide view where you couldn't really see the screen that was behind them. So you couldn't see the fighting. And when they talked about Hannity and had his quotes up, they cut away. And they micromanaged it that way. Okay, so they kept sort of a rolling oh, monitoring. Oh, they were protecting their flock from seeing anything that might upset their their theories. Well, if you watch like Tucker Dennis's, Carlson or Han- Hannity, Dennis's who, if you look at it, Trump was not interested at all in finding the facts, and I don't think he was delusional or detached from reality. He wanted to raise money based on his phony claims, and he didn't care what the facts were. When he... His phony claims... Yes, I'm calling a program. ...of uh, the election being stolen was uh, were incorrect. He didn't argue. He didn't really ask for more facts on it. And he went out and repeated the changes. He was not interested in facts at all, and he's never been interested in facts at all, and he's not interested in truth at all. And this is the person you think would be a better president, Joe. Okay, so your problem is that you think Fox micromanaged it. So how were you able to gain all the information you have about it if you were watching Fox? I read about it. Oh, I see. Where? The Washington Post? You mean you read the Fox? What the Fox? What's that matter, Joe? Do you think it's inaccurate? Do you have any idea that it's inaccurate what I told you? Do I say that? I just ask you where you got it. He's just harassing you. Move on. Right, right. It's it's like Republicans do. And also, the Republicans could have had people on this committee. They only wanted the the, the one point people that shouted and yelled. They could have replaced the them with a a slate of other Republicans who are, say, more respectable of trying to find truth. 
Chris, are you familiar with the legal system in this country? You get your own attorney. You pick your own attorney to represent your side. You don't have somebody pick it for you. You don't have the defense yo, pick it. Yo, you can pick it yourself. You can pick it yourself as long as you've got somebody who, was, who, who wasn't involved in, in the crime. And who was involved in the, the crime? What crime were they involved they were doing, with? That we're doing it were 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 people who who were in on the crime. What crime and who and was in on it? And also are the yellers and the screamers who aren't interested in finding facts in anything they've ever done. In well, see, Congress. that's just your assumption. You don't like them, so therefore they're bad. Chris says Joe, they're bad. Joe, you you saw the uh, the other hearings they've been in. I Those don't care. I've seen I've seen the Democrats misbehave in hearings. I've seen the I've watched them grilling um, Kavanaugh and Gorsuch and and Amy Coney Barrett. I've seen the Democrats. They're not the paragons of virtue you point them out to be. They yell, they scream, they threaten. I've seen Chuck Schumer stand on the steps of the Was Supreme Court it? saying, uh, "You won't know it? what hits you." Is he on it? But I don't care, Chris. You're saying the the Democrats. You're saying the Democrats are models of virtue. I'm saying they're not models of virtue. I'm saying they are just as bad. Go ahead, Chris. Why bring that up? The people in the Senate. When you're talking about people in the House, we're talking about Democrats and Republicans. You're smearing Republicans with a whole brush. In the House. No, we're, we're talking, talking about, about who on the and the House should be on the committee, Joe. Well, I'm saying That's that you who, should. What, they should what be able to pick their own delegates done. the same way as the Democrats pick theirs. How about if the Republicans had wanted to pick the Democratic representatives? Would you have been in favor they of that? They didn't want to pick the Democratic representatives. He never because two of the people he selected were rejected. He threw a fit and walked away because he doesn't want Republicans to be part of it. So you can make this stupid argument you're making now. Well, then, what? Well, speaking of stupid arguments, if they had picked the two people that the Republicans had managed, they would have been involved in it, and they would be there now, and the American public could yes, judge whether they, they, they were obstructionists or not. Anyway. The American public could judge whether they were obstructionists or whether they contributed something meaningful to the process. That All is right, not we what we're Chris, we got to move you on. You know they'd be obstructionists. That's Chris, the type of people they were. According they to Chris. Were people who might even be interviewed for the part of the crime. We now have the gospel according to Chris. All Thank right. you, Chris. Chris, anything no, else? We have, we have the nonsense according to Joe. There you go. I like that one. But we're going to use want, that. You know, Joe, you always want to reduce it to these name-calling arguments. I didn't call you well, any you names. Not to. I did not you call you a name. You said he was promulgating nonsense. Well, he, what did he say to me? Mm, same thing back, I guess, but only because you lowered he the bar. He said it first. I didn't. Lower Thank the you, bar. Chris. I, we got to hit the road. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Yeah. Call well, again. You know, watch, watch the thing. Watch if if you watch it, you'll know that exactly what was going on. They right. are getting the facts, and they're getting the facts from Republicans. All right, Bye. we got you, sir. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate the call. All right, got to hit the break. Callers are waiting. Let's expedite. Here we go. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing, they can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. 
If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. All right, welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark, 1-800-795-9565. Just as one of our texters says here, and I think it's true, uh, Chris, yeah, House Democrats are paragons of virtue, laughing out loud. Schiff has been lying for over five years, and he has evidence that he has never produced. <laughs> Chris, what crime? Please be specific and cite the laws violated. And so did Chris watch Fox? Doesn't sound like it. He read about it on I'm at, in the mainstream media. Yeah, that's a reliable source. Well, actually, he didn't say whether he had watched Fox. Or well, he said he watched Fox and then read about the rest of the, the Okay. Rest oh, he did, he did clarify. Yes, he okay, super-duper. All right, we got you. All right, Joseph has been waiting a total of eight minutes. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Yes, thank you. Uh, a lot of comments on Chris there. I have one, too. Uh, did you guys... I know you know who's calling before you uh, cut them in. And when you see Chris is going to call, you guys ought to take your blood pressure pills. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. Ah, that guy. Well, anyhow, I don't want to talk about Chris. Uh, yeah, Joe, you you said something very profound, and you what? You, yeah, you did. You give people no. Warning that was me. That there is a depression coming. You were prophesying, and I'm telling you, you're prophesying the truth. That is the truth. And now here's my point: if people in the 30s knew that the depression was going to hit, they they had done some things to. Uh, preempt it. You know what I'm saying? If you know there's a storm coming, you prepare. And all the harbingers are here. There's got to be a food crisis. I'm going to prophesy a little bit here. There's going to be a food crisis. There's going to be rebellion in the streets. There's going to be anarchy and chaos. And so people, if they can't see what's happening with even the baby food uh, formula deal and all the food uh, factories and, and plants that are being shut down for this reason or that, fire and, and an airplane went in to run and, and different things are happening, these are harbingers of things to come. And uh, again, uh, you said about the gospel according to, who was it, Chris? Chris, I think, yes. Or someone? <laughs> yes, Chris. Yeah, well, according to the gospel, according to the gospel, not according to me or anyone else, a loaf of bread is going to cost you a day's wages. It tells you that in Revelation. Uh, a measure of wheat for a denarius, that's a day's wage back then, and that a measure of wheat would be equivalent to a loaf of bread. So you're talking about, in, in prophetic language, that's projected into the future. So it's a day's wages today, which is roughly what? About close to 100 bucks for a loaf of bread. And that's going to happen when there's food shortages. And you have this terrible heat wave out west and stuff where the plants are just going to be withered up. There's going to be a harvest. Ukraine, the breadbasket of Europe, so to speak, in Africa, uh, they're not planting crops. And the fertilizer, you can't get fertilizer. It's so expensive, it's going to cost an arm and a leg. Uh, my goodness. Uh, I, said, I think I said this before, but I went up to Wise Markets here and bought a, a box of premium saltines uh, with only two cylinders in it, you know, crackers. And that's all they had. And that was about three months ago. 
And uh, it, was, it was just about $4, but there's a few cents. Well, when I got home, I counted the crackers and figured out how much a cracker. It was over five cents a cracker. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, we laugh at that. But, hey, you wouldn't laugh in Germany. In 1913, one German Deutschmark was worth one U.S. quarter. Ten years later, in 1923, this is a fact, it took one trillion Deutschmarks to equivalent, to be an equivalent of 25 cents, one quarter U.S. Your savings were wiped out. Everything was wiped out. And this is what's happening. Your 401Ks, everything is being wiped out. Your savings, you saved all your life like I did. I'm 80 years old, and I saved all my life and have a nest egg. It isn't going to amount to anything. Uh, it, with inflation, that's what inflation does. It robs you. And, and there's going to be chaos, I'm telling you. It's going to be, it's going to be bad. You're always such a cheerful guy, Joseph. <laughs> it's the feel good no, I'm, call I'm of the warning day. you. People don't like to hear the truth. It's it's a sad thing, you know. Hey, Pharaoh had a dream, and Joseph gave the interpretation. There's going to be seven good years and seven bad. You better save up. And Pharaoh was a wise man. He appointed Joseph over his affairs, and they saved up, and uh, life was spared. That, right. uh, that you know, it wasn't a, it was a pleasant message. All right, it never is the gospel. <laughs> When you hear the truth of what the Savior said, uh, Paul said, therefore, knowing the terror of the Master, we persuade men to repent. All right, we got you. Thank you so much, Joseph. Thanks Thanks for calling in. Thanks for your call. Have a good one. All right. Uh, Dale, you're on the mark. You'll get a minute. And, Bobby, you'll have to wait till the top of the next hour. Yeah, I'd say forget about defund the police. Defund everybody because mental health has totally destroyed everybody. Everybody's using the media as education. That's crazy. It's sickness. Everybody's sick, even the people who are doing the January 6th panel. Our government is mentally sick. Every, I, I'd say, yeah, pull the plug and defund everybody. Because people are just sick and, and disgusting. Everything comes out of your guy's mouth is all from the media. That's your education. The media is not designed to educate what, I mean, are designed, what are we designed to do? And, they're selling you green lemons and yellow limes, and you're buying it, and you're trying to push it on other people. That's what it is. How, what color are the, what color the bananas, Dale, just so I know? No, but I'm serious. Uh, you guys echo. You guys are educated off the they're not there. They're not there to tell you the truth. So I say you fund everybody. Dale, you're breaking up. Call when we're out of time. Call us back after the top of the hour. Defund everybody. everybody. All right, we got you. Well said. Thank you so much, Dale. Thanks for calling in. uh, That money that we're defunding, please send it to me at care of the station. I'll take care of it for (laughs) you. Because you're. Your Deutschmarks are worthless. I like those little green pictures of presidents. Send them all in, folks. You're listening to new. Yeah, just like President Trump. This is WK, okay, Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, 
Mark Lawrence, and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is directly across from me, mayor of Shemokin Dam, good conservative, natural-born Republican, and tries to listen carefully to some other people, although he likes talking over some other people. I'm not sure what that, where that Only comes from. Only when they talk over me. I see. Okay, they started it. <laughs> That's a, all right, now we know you're a child. We just don't know how old you are. Uh, let's see. On the other <laughs> side of the glass, uh, Rob Center is being the mentor for Lynn Hall is our great producer, so we appreciate her taking care of the phones today, doing a super job. So we appreciate that. She's got to carve out time from her busy, 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 busy day So for us, so we're very grateful uh, for that. So that's the cast of characters here putting on the show, so we'd love you to join that group. How do you do so? Will you call us toll-free, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. And I want to tell you about the Sunbury Motor Company. They are our sponsor. I haven't been to the Sunbury Motor Company in almost 24 hours. Went there to get a taillight fixed on a, uh, one of my relations uh, windows, and it turns out that uh, it's a freebie. <laughs> so taillights, it's part of the bumper-to-bumper warranty that they had there. So, uh, actually, we didn't have to pay for that, so that was nice. It only took about eh, maybe five minutes wait, uh, five minutes to do, and five minutes to, to do idle chit-chat about the weather and things to get out the door. So that's pretty darn fast. But we are very grateful for that, for the quick lane. And they have nitrogen for your tires. Your tires run cooler, last longer, wear better, support loads more, and leak less throughout the year if you got nitrogen in your tires. So they, it's, it's just a real a beautiful uh, opportunity for you to save money and get a safe ride from the Sunbury Motor Company. That's at the quick lane. Or if you're ready for a new Ford, Hyundai, or Kia, they got a couple of models of each vehicle on the lot, although I didn't see any F-250s there. They've been in pretty short supply. Uh, but the Ford F-150s, they got a couple of them. And we still got Joe's uh, slate gray F-150 Lightning on the train car out in Dearborn. That'll be here in the weeks ahead as soon as we get some more chips for it. We don't mean Middlesworth chips. <laughs> we mean those electronic chips. Uh, semiconductors, they call them. So uh, it's important. that you, It's kind of funny that you're waiting for a semiconductor on a train, don't you think? But they have you four need a real conductor. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you need the real deal. All right, right so not a semi, a real one. They get, uh, but anyway, this whole show's derailed here. Ford, <laughs> Hyundai, and Kia are the new lines of vehicle that they have at the Sunbury Motor Company. They'd love to super serve you. Start the process at sunburymotors.com. We do have some very brief news headlines here. There was a multi-vehicle crash. A half a dozen vehicles got caught up in a crash on I-80 westbound in Clinton County at mile marker 187. At least one fatality was reported there. The road was closed for a time. It has since reopened, but no details from Lamar State Police yet. A juvenile is facing charges and numerous other charges, uh, facing arson and other charges after being found responsible for a devastating fire in Milton two weeks ago. Police are telling us uh, the individual whose name and age aren't being disclosed set the fire June 2nd on Myrtle Street. Gasoline prices in Pennsylvania nationwide are now over $5 a gallon. In case you live in a cave and didn't know that, GasBuddy.com says Gas prices up 11 cents a gallon in the past week statewide. For now, they say the upward momentum will slow slightly, but will resume later. Don't worry about any new gun laws in Pennsylvania, red flag laws or school safety laws or laws that would allow municipalities to impose tougher gun laws than the state version of them. House Republicans have been managed to bottle up a bill that would have imposed some new gun laws on our area. 
Mark Sims is following that from Harrisburg. The gun bills we referred to the House Local Government Committee would provide for the safe storage of firearms, ban certain assault weapons, permit local governments to regulate guns, and allow guns to be temporarily taken away from persons deemed to be a danger to themselves or others. Representative Mike Zabel says these bills should have been taken up by the House Judiciary Committee. These bills all belong in judiciary. We know it. What I can't sit through is pretending this is anything more than efforts to bury these bills. That's what this is. The committee's Democratic Chair Representative Tim Briggs is also disappointed. It kills me to say that the Judiciary Committee just is not up to the task to have real discussions on gun violence. It's very upsetting to me. But Briggs is hopeful the bills will be supported by the Local Government Committee or the Rules Committee. Mark Sims, News Radio 1070 WKOK. Well, we talked about the Philadelphia DA earlier this week, earlier this month, and now three Pennsylvania House Republicans announced yesterday they're starting the process of impeaching the Philadelphia DA. They says the violence across Philadelphia means that the district attorney is not doing his job. According to the four state representatives, nearly a thousand people have been killed or injured by gun violence since January 1st, 2020. Oh, 2022 with 220 murders. In January, Jake Corman sent a letter to the State House asking it to begin impeachment proceedings due to a spike in violence. The three members said they are, as of today, circulating a co-sponsorship memo for supporters of for supporters of articles of impeachment they hope will be completed in the near future. In case you didn't know, today is Flag Day. The Northumberland American Legion Post holds their annual flag retirement ceremony this evening. Dick Simpson a longtime leader in local and state American legions tells us the flag is our national emblem. It should be respected and deserving of an appropriate retirement, just like Joe, only without the burning. Uh, Joe, that is. The service is at 7 p.m. and will include both Cub Scouts and Boy Scouts, as well as the leadership of the American Legion Post, their auxiliary and sons of the Legion. Point Township Fire Department will stand by as the flags are burned. Later, the flag's ashes will be buried, burning the appropriate disposal method for worn or damaged American flags. Finally, teachers in Ohio can now carry guns without a permit. You're all emotional and choked up about that one, eh? <laughs> yes, this is this is Lawrence's cockamamie. Everybody mandi- packing, you're in favor. Right. Lawrence's cockamamie mandatory carry law is one step down the road after this. Teachers in Ohio can now carry guns without a permit. The new law just signed by the governor applies to custodians and school bus drivers, too. Also, they no longer have to complete 728 hours of gun training. Now it's just a one-day class in order to allow teachers to pack in Ohio. See, there so went from 728 hours to 24. Right. They're getting it. Well, eight-hour class one day. That's okay. Yeah, not a 24-hour class. <laughs> that might not be worth it. All right. So we appreciate that. Okay. Upper right-hand corner and then the calling. All right. Doug says, apparently everything is going really well in our country right now because all that the left is concerned about is a two-hour riot that was more than likely a setup where the participants were unarmed and no cops were killed. That's right. Zero cops died on January 6th. But we all know every Everything is going is not going well. The economy is on the brink of a bad recession, and we have incompetent leadership of our country right now. This January 6th farce is nothing more than a distraction. While the Obama lead or led the left purposefully 
What? Well, uh, the Obama yeah, lead has just LED, not yeah, LED. Led <laughs> the left purposefully tries to destroy our country from within. They want the economy to tank, and they want high gas prices, and they want the American people to suffer. I can hear you snickering and see your eyes rolling at my thoughts, but I'm convinced that we are being led to slaughter by people with evil intentions. Doug, yes, Doug, I can see your thoughts, <laughs> and I am eye rolling. No, no, I didn't roll my eyes. No, I I Doug has a point. Uh, yeah, there's a couple of good points, I think, in this particular case. Uh, and I like what uh, Liz Cheney said last week, said if she thought for a moment that her hearing or something she could do could help inflation or the supply chain or chip shortage or all the other issues that she would refocus. But she says this is her task right now is to do this. So uh, definitely it could be distracting if you can only monitor one thing at a time. But uh, presidents in the past have attacked inflation with how much success. I remember President Ford was unable to. Have other presidents been able to attack inflation? It and depends. Ha- it's not always the same cause. You know, mm-hmm. it's not. And so every everybody who's had to face it, including President Reagan, he inherited a, a really rough patch at the beginning of his term after Jimmy or after yeah Carter's administration. So you know, it, it varies depending on how they do it. Some had success. Uh, I let's see who came back. Who had a better second term? Uh, Bill Clinton. He was better off in the second term. Sure, President Reagan. Uh, Obama was. President, Obama. President Reagan was. You know, uh, President Ford never got the chance primarily because he pardoned Richard Nixon. If he hadn't pardoned Nixon, he might have had well, a chance. Well, inflation was still high during his presidency, right, so too, so was. that's people vote their pocketbook in many cases. All right, just wondering. Uh, but good comments all. We'll take more. Uh, do we have time for this? Nope, we do not have time. We'll go right to the phones. Bobby, thanks for waiting through the break. Go ahead. Yeah, um, good morning, everyone. Uh, you know, kind of looking back at, you know, the the election and that, I mean, the, the media being biased and not the way it was when I started, uh, who, what, when, where, and why, and, and, and all that. I mean, somehow, you know, if they, if you relied on the media f- for information about Trump, uh, those voters didn't do their homework. But anyhow, in other words, the media can make or break an election. So if you look, you know, of course, the Trump campaign, looking at why things happened, and, of course, with social media involved and this and that, I mean, somewhere along the line, um, people didn't do their homework, well, whatever. I mean, you know, what happened, happened. Of course, he lost the election. And, they, yeah, I mean, I agree that, you know, he, was a, he had a lot of good policies, but uh, he didn't really know how to handle the media like Slick Willie did. <laughs> Who's Slick Willie? You know, from that, you know, from that standpoint. Clinton. I know. Yeah. I just want to hear it. Okay. Yeah. Super. All right. Well, thank you so much, Bobby. Yeah, good points all. We appreciate yeah, right. that. Thank you. Uh, Stan, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Go yeah. right ahead. Good morning. Uh, I don't know whether you said it was the news that uh, the state house or the Senate or wherever it was down there in the state legislature, you know, blocked whatever gun bills they were trying to go. One of them was allowing local municipalities to put more restrictions on gun ownership and you know whatever they whatever they wanted to do right all right we have state preemption okay that means state law runs rules supreme as far as it goes to rights of firearms ownership because what do we want you want a, uh, a bunch of hodgepodge of laws around so if a person say from this area goes down to philly or out to pittsburgh and they've decided they want to make it so that you know if you have a firearm in your car 
which is legal, whether you have a carry permit or not, as long as it's stored according to law, that out there or down Philly, you can't even do that. Mm-hmm. So a person from this this area traveling there unknowingly may break the law because it's a Philadelphia law or it's a Pittsburgh law. That's why that kind of stuff cannot be allowed to stand. What about if you uh, could you impose, uh, is there any law that wouldn't affect motorists traveling through a community, like something that relates to how you store guns, like uh, guns have to have a trigger lock or something like that? I'm, I'm just throwing this out as a, I'm not super familiar with well, this local government's thing. But do, could there be other laws that you could relate to or to buy a gun in that municipality? Or is that 100% federally regulated and they don't, you can't? really change that right buying it buying it is regulated through the state and and the feds okay you know the state has their firearms or the handgun registration the state of pennsylvania does long guns are what they are you know there is no registration on them in pennsylvania so if you have a hodgepodge that means a person not even driving through suppose suppose a guy wants to visit there we have a firearms you know you, you got your carry permit Okay, that is statewide. Although Philadelphia thinks they're special, so they may not allow this. You know, the the firearms license, the carry license issued in say Montour, Northumberland County, to be valid in Philadelphia County. That's where we run into problems. And and then then a person that does nothing, you know, is law abiding. Suppose a guy is carrying in Philadelphia legally, quote you know, with his carry permit, and some one of their low-life scumbags down there that they got, because they have a lot of them that the DA refuses to prosecute to the fullest extent of the law, uh, tries to attack him, and he shoots him and kills him. Now, what happens to the guy? Because he violated Philadelphia's carry law, or mm-hmm. lack thereof, but in the rest of the state, that's legal. All right. Okay. That's a problem. And that's the kind of stuff that has to be stopped. Right. We're well, either going to be uniform, uniform or we're not. <laughs> well, you should be happy, Stan, because guess what? Your Republican lawmakers said you, Stan, are 100% right. We're not going to allow any of these bills to even be discussed. You know, like a red flag law is something other states have done, and <laughs> they have some success for yeah. it. But they're not going to allow that to be discussed in Harrisburg. They also want an assault rifle. Wasn't there an assault weapons ban as part of that? Which, of course, that won't fly. But um, in, in, in Pennsylvania, a lot of people have them. And want them, and lawmakers won't ban them, so that takes care of that. But, like, they won't even allow a discussion about the red flag bill, or I, I don't know, other than the three words that they described in the AP version, the safe gun storage, beyond that, I don't know what that bill entails, so, well, you know, may, maybe requiring that, guns to be locked or something. As far as safe gun storage, you know, any firearm that's, you know, if a, if a household has a bunch of little kids and they're not trained to stay away from them or to, you know, not touch them if they're out there, then the owners should lock them up. And I don't have a problem with people locking them up, but mandating it, they should be in a safe just for security because of the, you know, the, the thieves, the thieving that's going on these days. And, he, you know, but the big problem is if you want one in the house, say just one, a handgun in your house, in your bedroom, for self-defense, in case some marauder comes, you know, breaking in your house, it happens. Look up in Bloomsburg over the weekend. Three guys broke into the house and attacked the guy. Three marauders. So, it, well, I don't know who, you know, there's three guys broke into the house, 
attacked the guy, and he ran out of the house screaming for help. That's the way the newspaper put it, okay? Gotcha. So it happens in this area. Right. No argument so if there. So you, if, you if you have a gun, mandatory gun lock on your, on your handgun, how long would it take you to find the key or to put the combination in a mandatory gun lock or a trigger lock on your firearm? Mark, if you needed to use it in a hurry. Uh, way, 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 way too long. <laughs> exactly. And the Supreme Court in, right. in D.C., they used to have that. Right. And the Supreme Court said that is not legal, constitutional, to violate people's rights in their home. It's just a, okay. it's just a bad so, idea. All right, we got to hit the road, but go ahead, Stan, wrap up. Go, go ahead, please. Well, any of this, you know, as far as red flag, we all saw how well that worked in New York State with their big red flag law that they've had instituted for years. You know, the guy shot up how many people? 10, 11, 12, whatever it was, at a supermarket because he wasn't in a mental institution where he should have been after threatening to shoot up his school. All right, we got you. Okay. Thank you so much, Stan. Thank you. Thank you. Yep, yep appreciate bye. the call. Uh, Judy, believe it or don't, now i got to take the break. So hold on. You are next without fail. We'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark Judy. Judy, Judy, Judy. Thanks for your patience. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'd like to share here, Chris, you pour out those pearls of wisdom. I'd like to simplify things a little bit with you. This comes from Kim Commando a few weeks ago, a little Chinese wisdom. Man who stand on pot, on toilet, high on pot. See, you got him. He's using illegally... He's acting wacky, wait, 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 wait. so Who's you don't give him a gun. See now pot? how easily things could be, and you make it so complicated. Who's Not sure using I get your pot? Point, but go ahead. <laughs> Who's using pot? <laughs> this is Kim Commando had this on. Oh, okay. Man who stand on toilet high on pot. Oh, that's true. Okay, I got you. <laughs> That's funny. But how does this correlate with Chris? I, I'm not certain whether... Because, because it simplifies things. Oh, okay. He makes things so complicated. And like I said, his pearls of wisdom come flying out. But he can make it so simple. Oh, dear. <laughs> yes, well, we could all simplify things a little bit. Okay. Hey, thank That's you. It. Thanks, thanks for calling. Nice thank contribution. You. Thank you so much. Glad you're out there. Thanks for listening. Thanks for, yes, thanks a lot. Upper right-hand corner, Joe. Okay. An emailer Inflation. says, I think they better look at numbers again when talking about the cost people are paying at the grocery store. When I was buying eggs about a year ago, they were $1.69 a dozen. Now they're two That isn't 8%. It's more like 90%. They blame the fires at the chicken plants 
or maybe bird flu. The same with all the other grocery products. They are all up like more than 200% or more. Fake news is alive, and we are still drinking the Kool-Aid from the leaders of the Democratic Party. We have two years yet to go till we get Republicans in. Sorry, more bad news, Joe. America won't last that long. Well, I'm more optimistic than you are. I think <laughs> you we'll think last. it's going to last another three years? Yeah, I think we'll make it. Uh, okay. Uh, one of our other emailers says, yeah, and Adam Schiff belongs in that committee because he is so truthful. Not. <laughs> I added the knot. Right. Thank you. Okay. And then uh, another writer takes me to task. Joe, thanks so much for tearing Trump apart again. Mark, you could take over being the Republican and let Joe do the Democrat. Thank you. I don't think, in all honesty, I don't think you listen to me. I think Donald Trump was a great president with respect to his policies, the strength he envisioned around the world, his America first agenda. I think all of that was spot on. But his personal beliefs and his personal behavior were abhorrent and reprehensible, and I don't know anybody could, well, who could defend them. Well, uh, particularly promulgating the steel tech, that so many people bought into. Well, when he was told by so many people that there was nothing there, you know, but he insisted. I thought one, one of the one of the pieces of testimony I heard yesterday I thought was pretty relevant. Uh, it was uh, the guy who was the assistant uh, deputy dis, um, United not uh, deputy U.S. attorney. You know the. Uh, Attorney General, Deputy okay. Attorney General, who said that he would tell him. I love the did, table pounding. Does that yeah, help you? It helps me clear okay. my mind. Okay. Uh, now you made me. You're going to make me forget where, where I was going. Deputy Attorney General. Yeah, the Deputy Attorney General said that he had talked to Trump about the different things that Trump was bringing up. And he said he would bring up one specific area where he thought there was a problem with the election. And they would go into detail with him and explain to him why that wasn't so. And he wouldn't argue with them. He would just move on to another one. <laughs> you know, so he, he was always searching for something they couldn't refute. Well, and he was depending on Mike Pence to throw out the balance, you know, and to throw out the election. And of course, Mike wouldn't do that. And, and apparently Nor Mike, should he have Mike done Pence that. checked it out and said, no, I don't really have that option. I'm just sort of a, uh, a verifier of things already decided. Right. And that, that would have been unprecedented, really. Well, and, and illegal and unconstitutional. But he was depending on that. And he probably would have imposed some of his other ideas for finishing up the election. And, of course, he had worked to do some of the election uh, turned around. But he probably would have done more with some of the other methods that Rudy Giuliani had come up with if he hadn't... I think he thought Mike Pence would overturn it. I think he thought Mike Pence was on board. Well, the problem with with Mike Pence and trying to hang him is that all he was doing was what he was constitutionally required to do. You know, anything else would have been, as you point out, outside the the bounds of the Constitution. It would have been illegal if it had been taken to court, and I'm sure it would have been. It would have been overturned. You well, know, and Trump really was trying to take to throw out the results of the election. If, well, if even if he's right on one or two states. Biden still won by what, 7 million votes? I don't think there were 7 million votes. Eight, I believe. Eight? I believe. Well, maybe seven's right. I thought but number, seven but sticks anyway, okay. in my mind. Yeah, and that's the thing about the 2,000 mules. If somebody dumps 7 million ballots into a ballot box somewhere, <laughs> Well, I don't think they put out. them all in one box. I think they put uh, 100 in every box. But I think what happened, like even with the 2,000 mules, even if you accept the premise of the, of the documentary that there were tens of thousands of illegal ballots cast, there, and there's no indication that the ballots that are being stuffed in these boxes are illegal, 
people. It's just illegal to stuff them all in at the same time by one person. You know, you have to put your own ballot in. That's how it's supposed to work. Okay, but all these but ballots... I'm just, no, just to let me finish. No game. It wouldn't add up. It would only be like 100,000 votes. Assuming all of those ballots are fraudulent, which they're not. When you get this firmly held belief that, you know, all the returns were coming in and the count was going good, and then it stopped at 2 o'clock. Well, how many times have you covered election returns where you had to do an all-night count where that's what happens at 2 o'clock? The, the returns are all in from the municipalities. Then you have to turn to the mail-in balloting, and that takes a long time. And sometimes they break for the night and come back the next day. Okay, yeah, it's um, perfectly normal. They need some sleep or rest. I mean, I wouldn't want them up all night counting. I'm afraid their eyes would get <laughs> well, crossed. I don't think they do that as much anymore. Anyway, uh, one of our good listeners, when uh, Joe was singing the praises of President Trump's policies, one says, of our listeners uh, says... Tom says, I have some bad news for you comedians. His policies were bad also. <laughs> In capital letters. <laughs> says Tom. All right, and another well, emailer says... Nope, nope, nope. Nope, nope, All right, EB? Uh, yes, this yeah, is I new. guess so, yeah. More bombshell revelations during yesterday's January 6th hearings. The Trump administration bombarded his followers with as many as 25 emails a day, asking them to contribute to the Official Election Defense Fund, a fund supposedly created to pay for their legal fight after the 2020 election. Aside from knowing election fraud didn't exist, the millions of dollars they received didn't go to any legal defense. It went to the Save America PAC, which in turn donated money to two organizations tied to Trump staffers. More than $200,000 also went to the Trump Hotel collection, and $5 million went to the company that organized the January 6th rally that preceded the attack on the Capitol by violent Trump Washington uh, worshipping thugs. Don Jr.'s girlfriend, Kimberly Guilfoyle, was paid $60,000 to introduce Trump at the rally. In other words, it was all a grift, a con, a scam. Trump played his followers for the idiots they are. I can't wait to hear why it's actually okay that he and his team knowingly peddled false election fraud claims to bilk money out of people. Lock him up! Signed, E.B. All right. There's another feel-good email. Thank you for that. Uh, we'll take but, you know, E.B. does have a point. I, I take him to task when he's wrong. But, you know, if Donald Trump raised $250 million for a defense fund and didn't spend it for the purpose that for which he raised it, he has a serious ethical problem, maybe a criminal problem. What exactly? What's the definition of grift? Grift? Uh, oh, petty or small-scale swindling. Yeah, well, oh, yeah, this was a larger... $250 million is beyond well, grift. But in the overall scheme of things, it's You never small. heard the term grifter? I have many times, but I figure if I'm going to use it in... Uh, a sentence. I got to make sure that I'm ready and have it right. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We'll take another quick break. We do have a couple of two, three more emails. We'll sift through those as uh, time permits. Coming back, we'd love to have you on the telephone as well. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We talked a little bit about the January sixth committee. One thing that strikes me is that there, there's no appearance of objectivity. By now, they've been doing this for months and months, and they know that President Trump is uh, responsible. I mean, they know, in their view, that President Trump was responsible for the January 6th insurrection attempt, and so that's the focus of the hearings, is to bring that out. Uh, I do find it, it, it is very, still very unusual to watch any of the hearing and see the lack of objectivity. Well, the reason is that. because they denied the Republicans the right to pick who they wanted on the committee. Uh, Despite what Chris says, you do not have the prosecution picking the defense attorney, or the defense picking, picking the prosecutor. You have your own people there, 
if they make a fuss, if they raise cane or whatever, if they're obstructionist, that's going to become pretty obvious to the American people, don't you think? Yeah, and I think uh, it, it just hurts the credibility since there's no objectivity. If they could have somehow achieved it some other way, it might be all right. But nonetheless, they are getting to the bottom of this, and they have a focus now. And as point are they getting to the bottom of it? Well, they they certainly know the timeline and they know who the players were. Uh, there's some illegality involved, and some is just moral or ethical things like Doug Master or not Doug Master, I don't know, but uh, Congressman Perry's seeking a preemptive pardon. Now he denies that. And right, is there any proof that I've heard well, Liz Cheney say, they, say there's proof, but I haven't seen that proof yes, there's yet. Proof that's yeah. coming up at an upcoming hearing. You upcoming go, here, you don't see proof. my air quotes when I say <laughs> upcoming hearing. Yeah, a lot of things will be upcoming. All right, so we'll take your view on that. We talked about the Harrisburg uh, GOP uh, making sure that no go- new gun laws or school safety laws or red flag laws or gun storage laws get any additional airtime. So is that a good way to do things or not? Or do you want things debated and then voted down? Uh, I guess that would be a waste of time, right? 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wdkok.com. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. One of our emails relates to the Sunday traffic. Folks had to wait two hours to get to Nori, and Joe's going to read it quickly, and then we'll go to the phone. So good morning, gentlemen. I missed your program yesterday. Did you bring up the subject of the bottleneck traffic that strangulated Sunbury and Northumberland on Sunbury? PennDOT made a number of travelers very upset. I thought they did traffic studies. Evidently not. They need to realize that whether they like it or not, they're going to have to work at night. Then they can get away with not doing traveling studies. It took us 20 minutes to travel three car lengths to go to a graduation party. We called the people in the said traffic uh, and, and said traffic, sorry, too bad, and they understood, and we went home. Thank you, PennDOT. As usual, you are incompetent. That's not very fair. I can tell you that PennDOT had a contractor. They had to get this big tree, one that was too big for the way they normally handle it, out of the river. The contractor told them, uh, they gave them a timeline. They told them uh, to do it on a Sunday because traffic volumes are lighter. Unfortunately, this particular Sunday, the traffic appeared to be heavier than they thought, or at least it was held up longer than they thought. Mm-hmm. They did, when they saw that the traffic was, what, two hours, an hour or so back up? It got up, to two hours, yeah. They, they stopped. So, I mean, unfortunately, they're going to have to come back and finish and the finish. job. Right, so we'll let you know how that happens. And they don't want to do it at night because in, it's unsafe. In case one of them falls in the river, they can't see where they went to go right. get them. It's unsafe. And in you know, they they did announce all this. They did tell people that this was going to happen. And the work was scheduled till five, right? That's my understanding. Okay, and they stopped at two uh, when the lines got too long. So, and I was one of the first to go across the Veterans Memorial Bridge after it reopened. So, <laughs> I'll tell you, it's a funny story. So, all right, but we got callers waiting. So that's going to be another day. Dan, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Hey, good morning. You know, Joe, you and Joseph nailed it. You say there's a depression coming. You're 100% right. And Joseph said about the food shortages and inflation, people work a whole day to buy a loaf of bread. Them days are coming, and I didn't hope they'd come this fast. But through the election and uh, kicking out Trump and uh, basically the whole Democratic left's proud of it but this is bringing it right on we were doing good under the Trump administration 
inflation was under control, the border was pretty much under control, and the world respected us. They feared Trump. (laughs) No, they laughed at Trump, as I recall, but anyway. What's that? They laughed at President Trump. Actually, they literally... They feared him. They they weren't laughing out. They might have laughed outside, inside. They didn't try a thing. They were afraid. Under Biden, they're not afraid of anything. But anyhow, uh, people like me, we're not fearful. We know the world's coming to disaster. But... We, have, we trust in our Savior and Heavenly Father to take us through. We, we're not going to be affected that much. We're affected somewhat, yes, by the coming events. But God's preparing a place for every believer 1,500 miles square called heaven. And that's where we'll be. And... We won't go through the worst part of what's coming up. We as believers will be taken out. But unbelievers that are left behind, they're gonna they're gonna remember these days when some of us uh so called Bible thumpers, whatever you wanna say, were talking on the telephone saying bad, bad days are coming. They'll remember these times, and it don't make me happy to say that, but Scripture predicts it, and right now it's more obvious than ever that the, the catastrophe coming to the most free nation that God ever provided, the right. United States. The beacon of hope is becoming hopeless and it's providence, Joe. It's it's bound to happen. And I couldn't stop it through my vote. And election was stolen. Providence. All right. We got the you, The end times are upon us. So the recession I is on the it. way. That's the bottom line. The depression. No, the depression. depression. The depression's on the way. But the believer, we have all the hope in the world. Our eternity isn't here. It's forever with the Heavenly Father and our Lord and Savior. So my hope is not in this world, although you hope for the best for our fellow citizens, but they better wake up and smell the coffee for what's coming because Joe and Joseph predicted it right. Depression, famine... And lack of food, starvation, already. Right. I, I didn't actually predict starvation. I didn't actually predict starvation. I just no, was talking about an economic depression. Like Joseph. <laughs> oh, okay, the other Joseph. Depression, which can be the cause of starvation. So you were right, Joe. Okay. All right. I'm I will give you credit today. Gee, thanks. I, I will yeah. say one thing I saw yesterday. I was at a major grocery store in the area, one of the bigger stores, and I saw the baby formula was moved up front in a locked case. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, well, that, yeah, I think you're allowed to have only a couple yeah, of Yeah, I think they're making sure that nobody steals it. And up there with the toilet paper. Well, it was, it was at the very front of the store. Yep, I saw yep. that. 
All right, we got you, Dan. Thank you so much. Appreciate the call. Thanks, Dan. Guys, have a great one. You too. You too, super. Thank you. Uh, Upper right-hand corner and then Dave. Dave. Couple more points about red flag laws. I know that people own upwards of 50 guns, ranging in value from hundreds to thousands of dollars. So are the police just going to show up and throw them in the trunk of the cruiser? Who's going to be responsible for their care? What if they are returned in marred or damaged condition? How are the police going to know they have all the guns and the accused individual's possession? I guess we'll need a national gun registry. Yeah. Hopefully good, not that. Good question. Yeah, it's a lot of guns really valuable, and you can't just clang them and bang them against each other. Um, so well, We have got to get to Dave here. Yep, yep, here we go. Dave, Dave you're on the mark. Last New caller Columbia. before a quickie break. Go right ahead. Well, it isn't Dave's fan on the house. She got that messed up. But anyway, you know, what what Dan said is spot on. You know, And as optimistic as I want to be and as what you want to be, Joe, things are not going to get any better. They're going to get worse, just like Dan was saying. The Bible predicts this is coming. It's called Daniel's 70th week, the tribulation period, the great tribulation that's going to come. And what we're seeing is this world is going to change really dramatically and really quickly over the next few years. We're going to see a world government begin to form, and we already have the World Economic Forum, the World Health Organization. We had over in Dubai, the World Government Summit that took place. Klaus Schwab, he, he wrote a book called The Fourth Industrial Revolution, and it's all about using the power of rich people to take over governments. And you may not believe that, but we're seeing it happen. Joe Biden has turned over to the WHO, the World Health Organization. He's turned over to them the ability to call for lockdowns and quarantines, that will supersede any governmental authority we have in this country. And we're seeing our rights slowly taken away, our rights of freedom of speech, our, our, and they're going to attack the gun rights, and on and on I can go. But if, And as far as this... Who's taking away your freedom of speech rights? Well, we're, we're seeing it through these rich... Uh, websites like Facebook and things like that. We're, yeah, but that we're, seeing, doesn't, we're seeing organizations... But the government's not curtailing your free speech. That's just some private entity. Facebook isn't uh, yeah, but, the government. But the, but the government does not stand up to these private groups and say, hey, that's against freedom of speech. Anyway, you, you can believe what you want there. Like our, our government is not enforcing laws. I mean, they allow people to protest outside justices' homes. And as far as this deal with, with January 6th, if the Democrats, if Nancy Pelosi would believe her own rhetoric about the extreme radical right, she would have had the National Guard there at the Capitol. If she she was there, if she was fearful of something taking place, and those people were so, you know, such a bunch of insurrectionists, she would have had them to protect herself. But it was all set up. I believe that. You can believe what you want to, but when the when the building was left open and people basically ushered in, I do know there was people that were breaking windows and things like that. But you know, you start checking into some videos and you'll find out that there was people involved down there that led people in, so this could happen. But my question to you guys is this: You have Donald Trump, who did not threaten any individuals; he did not call for violence. Chuck Schumer threatened two justices. Maxine Waters told people to harass Trump staffers and Republican politicians. Rand Paul was attacked on the streets of Washington, D.C. If it wouldn't have been for a few police officers that were around him, who knows what would have happened. 
And that's kind of all forgotten about. Madonna stands down in D.C. and threatens to burn down the White House. Well, and don't forget the man who was uh, trying to assassinate Brett Kavanaugh, Supreme Court Justice, so don't forget him. That's what we are talking about. (laughs) CNN, CNN kind of forgot about it and MSNBC. But had that been a liberal justice, do you think we would ever hear the end of it? I mean, we're not hearing the end of January. Did somebody today. attack a threatened Judge Sotomayor? No, not that I'm ever. <laughs> yeah, I think that was covered in the past. Yeah, why would I know about it? Actually, I think that the story said, "What if what, the people who were on the right were commenting on it?" Said, "If it had been Justice Sotomayor, there would have been a lot more publicity." Exactly. So that, there's so much stuff going on in the world. You have to ask yourself. Why are, like, just Nick, you talked yesterday about this LGBTQ agenda. Why is that being promoted? And you, you've got to start asking yourself, you can reach your own conclusions. Why, why do we have the World Economic Forum? Why do we have this World Government Summit that took place over in Dubai that, that's talking about, about taking over governments? Why do we have that? And my answer is this. The Bible predicts there's going to come a time, there's going to come a world leader, and this world is soon going to start to cry out. When gas gets up to $8 a gallon and people can't afford food and we don't have food in our grocery stores and these inner cities are turned into war zones because people are literally going to be killing one another to get food. And we're headed to that. All right, we got you. We well, got you, Van. Thank you so much. It's not quite that apocalyptic, but yeah. we'll keep our fingers yeah, thank crossed, you so much. Van. Thank you for he, calling. Yeah, I, your comments. I, I thought so. In 2021, U.S. District Court Judge Esther Salas said that a gunman who killed her son and wounded her husband in 2020 also set his sights on the Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor, according to CBS News. It wasn't news. out in front of his house. Maybe a threat. No, it's it, not but the didn't. same thing, but it's an th- individual threatening the justice. But this is on CNN, so I think it's hard to say that if somebody had threatened a, a liberal judge that it wouldn't be publicized because here's the most liberal news media publicizing it back in 2021. I think if well, you no, threaten I think the argument Supreme is Court a, justice, it's going to get covered. It doesn't matter whether they're a liberal would have been. Not. Well, as you pointed out yesterday, when someone said there was no coverage of it, you actually enumerated several places where it was covered and actually played the coverage. Right. So, yes, it was covered. But I think the question becomes whether or not the talking heads on all these liberal and conservative shows, whether they did something about it or talked about it. Very good. And largely, they ignored it. We got tons of emails and texts, so we're going to get to those when we return. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf.
Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Uh, you read as fast as you can. All Joe. right. In our legal system, this is a texter. In our legal system, when we have uh, ever, when have we ever based guilt or innocence on the testimony of witnesses without cross-examination? That's absolutely true. Well, yeah. But on the other hand, this is just to come up with a recommendation. It's it's their trial and their opportunity to, for their defense will hearing, come later. A hearing. If you want to hear something, don't you want to hear both sides of it, or you just want to hear one side? <laughs> I of just it? wish to hear the. It's a one-eared things. hearing. <laughs> I just <laughs> kind of like yours. Isn't that funny? Go ahead. If the January sixth committee was looking for truth, Pelosi would release all the communications about the National Guard offer from Trump being rejected. I'll get the next one. The only purpose of the January sixth committee is to prevent President Trump from running in twenty twenty four. Liz Cheney said that quiet said that quietly out loud. They aren't interested in truth. Then, E.B., pull your head from your posterior. For once in your life, there was election corruption in 2020. Illegal trafficking of mail ballots? Mark, <laughs> mark, 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 mark. Watch the movie. It lays it all out, how a lot of things were corrupted, not just the stuffing of the ballot box. Actually, that's a very interesting email because the spelling of trafficking is a little different than <laughs> usual. <laughs> Illegal traff, uh, then the F word. All right. And there was a lot... Uh, a lot there in fraud in 2020. Number one, courts changing election laws unconstitutionally during the election. Election laws are legislative, the legislature's right. job only. Right. That's what Pennsylvania did. But that isn't fraud. That's just illegally changing things. It's still very serious. I don't want to downplay that, but I just think that's not fraud. That's gaming the system. Uh, All let's right, see. But, but legally, right. Uh, uh, Joe, stores have been keeping some baby formula under lock and key for years. Not sure what determines switch, but some of it's really expensive. Okay, right? and then... That takes um, care of the text. Mark believes it is our right to believe the myth of the stolen election. That works both ways, Mark. Millions believe you accept the myth that it was a free and correct election. Your explanation of ballots received and can't possibly be wrong at 7 million more votes. Fraudulent actors had to make sure basement Biden was elected with a huge incredible margin. <laughs> well, and I think he was elected by a huge incredible margin, but that was because of President Trump. Half the country, or well, more than half the country, said, all right, enough of this. Let's get a placeholder in there. I don't think people realized how much it was going to, that, you know, President Biden was going to have so many struggles. And I think they thought he'd stay cognitively sharp for another five years, and then they can get a real president in there. Well, he's that, announcing he's running for re-election. He's 79 I, I, years I old. <laughs> you know, Honestly, on. why not say you're not going to run again? Well, because if he says decent. he's not going to run, he's becoming the lame duck immediately. Well, um, he's got to preserve the option to run for re-election, okay. or otherwise he becomes irrelevant. Well, and I, uh, fortunately, the Sunday shows really uh, nailed the people who were saying that he's definitely going to run and that they're going to support him in 2024, because a lot of them just would not say that. Yeah. that they, uh, Democrats say they won't support him then. Well, they called Rutherford B. Hayes uh, your fraudulency because of this election. They had to call Joe Biden your irrelevancy. New York Times over the weekend, great article about Democrats not supporting President Biden in 2024. Check it out. You're listening to News Radio 107 WKOK. Thanks to Lynn Hall doing a superb job. This is WKOK Sunbury.